Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast, and as usual, we ask that y'all like, comment, subscribe our episodes to stay current with what's going on over on this side. I don't have a discussion question again. <laughs> Do you have one, Donika? Uh, okay, so what, um, okay, if somebody stares at you too long, right? <laughs> <laughs> If somebody stares at you too long, what's the first thing you usually think? <laughs> what the fuck going on with them? <laughs> with them? Not you? With them? Okay, because I feel like as black people, and I have these conversations like with a lot of black people, in black culture, we don't stare at each other. Because I feel like it's just a sad thing that we all just know and we don't got to say it, that if somebody stares at you, they have an issue with you. Mm. And I don't know if that's just, like, my black family and my black friends, but when I said that, they were just like, oh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. And I was talking to a random person, and I said that, because she was telling me a story about somebody staring at her, and I had said that, and she was just like, yeah. Black people see staring so differently from other people. Dang. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. It's funny, too, because I always... When people get mad at somebody staring, I'm like, dang, calm down. You don't know. They might like your shoes. They might like, you know, they might really like your hair. They be like, well, say something then. You know? Well, say that. And I'm like, dang. I mean, it's, but you're right. When somebody usually stares at you, you're like, oh, it's a problem. Yeah. Somebody, you're doing it on purpose. Because if I stare at somebody, which I'm not, anyway, so that's childish. But usually when we think about, like, especially like high school and stuff. Somebody's staring at you. You be like, they, what are you looking at? Yeah, they doing it on purpose. They want you to know it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So... This is true, but I'm also like cognizant of like sometimes we do be tripping. Like some of this because somebody's looking at you does not mean it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it literally, and that's my head. When somebody's staring at me, I immediately think like, oh shoot, they think I look cute. (laughs) It's funny that you say that because I've had experiences, and that's why I try not to say like, what are you staring at? I've had a lot of experiences of people just saying, I just want to tell you like, you're beautiful. So now I try not to get a bucket at them because I'm like, they if they say that, I'm going to feel so bad to be like, what are you staring at? And then they say that. So, yeah. I've had pretty positive experiences with people staring at me. Yeah. Also, I mean, I don't think it's a horrible thing either. If you are staring a long time and you notice it, it's okay to say something. Mm-hmm. At least say, oh, like, oh. Uh, Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so kind of rude. <laughs> No, I'm saying if somebody, if you are the stare, not the person being staring at, if you mm-hmm. are the stare and you know that you're staring at somebody, say something. I don't care if it's like, oh, oh, just like your shoes. I like that color you got on the yeah. back because they got a booger or something. I yeah. don't care. Just say something because it is, it can seem very rude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess for the people who's the starers, say something or chill out because you could also just glance. That's all you can. It's, just do a little glance. You ain't got to just <laughs> do a little glance. You know? Um, but if you are, just say something. It's awkward though sometimes. Okay, well, I don't know. That's it's awkward for the person being stirred at, clearly. Okay, so one time I went to um this like taco shop and this lady she was with her kids and her daughter was really pretty and she was eating some really good looking food. So I'm like, <laughs> I look at her daughter, I'm looking at the food, and that's y'all know the lady's yelling at me and I'm confused because she's just like You've been staring at my daughter. And I was like, I might have been staring at her a little bit, but she's really pretty. And this is my first time at this restaurant, so I'm trying to figure out what to get. And her food looked really good. Do you know this lady made a whole scene? And then she started cussing out my friends. And then her husband came from out of nowhere. 
I didn't even know the man was at the restaurant. Just pop up out of nowhere. Is there a problem with you and my wife? What? The next guy, know the lady starts saying, y'all cut me off in the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm like, all of this because I was looking at your daughter's food? Yo. So this is why I try not to stare at people because of that situation. That was like escalated. It escalated so fast. So <laughs> fast. I was literally just looking at her food trying to figure out what to get because if y'all have ever been to, there's this restaurant in San Diego called Lucha Libre, bombed uh, food. If you've ever been there, their menu, everything was good. So you're not going to know what to get. <laughs> Especially if it's your first time. I'm thinking I'm going to get one of everything. But I see the girl's food. I'm like, let me get that. When she started popping off at me, I was like, all right. I don't need to be staring at people. And I wasn't even staring hard. I feel like I glanced over a few different times. People. No, if we're in a restaurant, I'm never looking at you. I'm always <laughs> looking at your food. <laughs> it's never you. In I, don't, I don't care if you do look good. I'm never looking at you. I'm looking at your food. Like, all right. <laughs> I'll Mary, never forget that. She put so much together that had nothing to do with it. She nothing at all. Air. She said, one, you was looking at her kids. So maybe someone <laughs> had one kid. Then she said, you cut off in the parking lot. What? <laughs> like, so she wild. just... She couldn't wait to put some stuff together. And the guy at the registry sealed the deal because he was just like, I'll have her removed if she's causing problems with you. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, be careful with them stirs. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we're talking about today, um, just like the holidays and just how it impacts us, Mm -hmm. uh, how it impacts everything, right? Um, Myra didn't want to do this episode. Um, Oh, gosh, (laughs) she's going to put me out there like that? But I get it. It's because nobody want to talk about this because a lot of, or a lot of us are not even excited for the holidays. Yeah. Like, nobody want to talk about this. But I think that's why we should talk about it. Uh. So, um, I mean, the biggest thing for me, for sure, when it comes to holidays, um, is the time change. And because when the time changes, it gets dark faster mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like the day should be over when it's only like five o'clock so then I feel like I'm not productive because at five o'clock I stop doing stuff because yeah. I think oh it's time to chill out and so then I'm looking straight for who knows how many hours because it ain't <laughs> even time to chill out um and then you know it's just it's weird and then if you live in a place where it's still kind of warm like California it's not even like it's cold where it makes sense, like, oh, okay, it's time, it's chill, it's getting chillier, time to go in, like, no, it's still, like, feel good. Yeah. So, it's just strange, um, and then I'm thinking of, like, now with COVID, I mean, it was not, you know, it ain't nothing to do right now anyway, it's not too much to do, so it ain't like we can be outside or do the most, but... I mean, I think it just means more time in the house, which you've already been doing, but just, like... I don't like it. Like, even more. Yeah. I I feel like I have seasonal depression. Like, I just diagnosed myself because I don't like the dark like that. Like, when it rains, I become the saddest person. When it rains and it's cloudy, I I can't deal with it. Like, I went to go visit Washington, and if y'all know, like, Washington is rainy probably all the time, and I had the worst time there. Like, I, I can't do it. And so I feel like, for me, the time change is something I don't want to talk about, and it's scary because... Again, like, the darkness is just, I don't like it. Like, I feel like something, like, hurts inside, and I, like, can't describe it. 
So I'm happy, like, when I became an adult, like, I learned about, like, seasonal affective disorder and, like, people being depressed because of, like, the time change and stuff like that. Because I was like, now it makes sense to what I've been experiencing because it's a struggle when you're, like, experiencing something. You're like, what is happening to me? Like, I don't understand. Like, what is this? So. And it's facts. But I think for me, it's really interesting that mine is not even connected to... Um, like it hasn't always been like this for me. Mm. So growing up in Kentucky, for sure, get all the seasons. You know, all the different changes that kind of happen to the uh, weather and also just yeah. the environment. So y'all get real seasons. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like right now it's probably chilly. You know, the leaves have obviously fallen Aww, off the tree. They about so to, pretty. You know, they about to get naked. Or no, they probably about to get naked. <laughs> that's what I call them. The tree's about to get naked because. Right now, it's still fall, so they probably turn it orange. They they crumble yeah, it off. They so fall pretty, it off. Yeah. And so, it's kind of like, okay, I know what is about to happen. It's cool. It's all good. I think here, uh, since I live in California, the reason why the holidays is hard for me is because it was a time, three years ago, I had a really hard time in my life during mm, the seasons. Oh. And so, it's like, a it's the feeling that comes up. I'm mm. like, this was not the best time. And it's like... It's even stronger because you remember, like, you, we talked about, like, this darkness. Yeah. The, the the holidays in general, everybody is, like, it's it's a lot of, a lot of times it's nostalgic for people because you think about, like, your childhood. Like, oh, yeah. yeah I remember the, the, we all watch movies with popcorn and drunk coffee <laughs> and our, our uh, hot, hot, hot chocolate. Yeah. And so I think for a long time that was my memory of holidays. And now I kind of have, like... Dang, holidays be rough sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. when you don't have your family, you don't yeah. have, you didn't build those memories during that time, then it could be like, this ain't even fun. Um. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think about, like, the last time I celebrated holidays that meant something was 2007 or nine, Somewhere in between there. Because my family, I have a really big family, and we will all be at my grandma's house. And so my grandma passed away. We tried to keep that tradition going, um, but in 2009, it kind of just died off. And so for me, holidays, like, so my parents were never together um, from what I can remember. And so I didn't go to my dad's house to celebrate holidays. So I was like, this is boring. Like, I'm the only grandchild. Like, all y'all do is, like, crowd around me. And so when you become a certain age, you don't want to do that. So I would switch off, but then as I got older, it was like just go to grandma's house because my grandma go. I mean, my grandma, my family goes all out. So it's like Christmas Eve, we all get together. Mm-hmm. Then I go back home, and then early in the morning, me and my mom open gifts because we go to grandma's house to just play all day with new toys. And then we have my family's ridiculous. We have dinner at like nine o'clock, something ridiculous like that. And then we be there till like one a.m. Then we go home. And so we tried to do that. And then once I hit like high school, holidays just became like, whose house might we go to this year? My grandma. Oh. Yeah. So my grandma passed away. We tried to keep it going, but it just didn't work. And everybody else kind of found like their home base on where they go. And then it'd just be me and my mom where we're just like, hmm. I remember one Christmas we had McDonald's. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. And it was one of those things where it's just like, I can't celebrate Christmas any other way because without family celebrating it that way, what is this? And so my family kind of fell apart from there. And so I feel like we didn't celebrate holidays until I got to college. So my mom's sister, she had 
my grandma had her kids old. So keep in mind, my aunt and my grandma had a kid at the same time. So, yeah, and my aunt had two back to back. So they're both my mom's age. So this cousin, who she's like my aunt, she's like, let's have like a family celebration together with just us. Mm -hmm. So we started doing stuff. But even then, it was just kind of weird because it's like, I was never used to going to somebody's house for an hour or two. Where I feel like most people are used to that. But my family's like, no, we spend like a whole 48 hours together. Like, we don't do the two-hour thing. You eat, say a prayer, and you say goodbye. So even going to that was weird. I was like, what is this? Like, this is so weird. So I feel like now that's like when people talk about holidays, like, I don't. I don't really talk about them because it's not like I have like good memories, but it's not something I care to like talk about because I'm so far from that. And it like makes my heart hurt that I don't have those memories again because I know I'll never have that again. Who else is going to want to spend 48 hours with me for a holiday? Me. (laughs) Besides (laughs) you. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll talk more about my experience now, but. Yeah, I feel like I've just had such a different experience. Because when I think about my family, I mean, my mom only has two kids. And it's just us three. But my other cousins, my aunts and uncles have, like, six kids. Like, they all got, like, six kids. So they've always had all of them plus their other sides of their family. So, like, for them, it's just like, oh, like, life went on. But for me, it's kind of just been, like whoop de woo Christmas is here. Like, I don't even buy gifts for people, if I'm being honest. Like, it's very rare I buy people gifts for Christmas. Because I'm just like, for what? Because <laughs> it doesn't hold as much weight as it once did. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And I don't make sense. So now everybody knows. Because my friends are always like, why is it, like, around Christmas, like, you're weird? And I'm like, I'm not being weird. It's just like... You feel like, what's the point? Yeah, I do yeah. feel like, what's, what's the point? Because they make such a big deal. And then some of my friends are like, oh, you could come over. And I'm just like, ah, no. It's not that I don't like your family, but this is, I feel like it's for families. And that's not my family. Ooh. Yeah. It's, oh, that's so wild. Of it being like a break happening. Or like, you know, it, it's all it takes is, you know, losing someone. Yeah. Or something very traumatic happening that can change the dynamic of what holidays look Mm -hmm. like for families in general yeah um and it's like then it's up to the family to continue like trying to make it work and if it doesn't work then it diminishes like right kind of falls off and it falls off you know Mm -hmm. for sure so but i mean have you ever been to someone like a friend's house or somebody else's house for a holiday (sighs) so y'all know terry i had on an episode our cousins happened to be like engaged to each other and like they had a baby together random (laughs) we're gonna be cousins (laughs) which is so weird and like random so i say that to say she's inviting me but i mean her family now i consider them family because they really like they love me and i love them too i've never spent holidays with them but it's been something i've considered but i don't think i haven't done it because i'm just like how is that gonna work but now that i'm in this relationship and christmas is like this big old thing to my boyfriend there's no way we're not celebrating Christmas, which I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to celebrate this. Mm-hmm. So he told me from the jump, like, Christmas mean a lot to me. And I was just like, oh my God, it had to be Christmas out of all things. Like, why couldn't it be something else? So last year, or not last year, the year before last, I spent my first Christmas with them. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, it was interesting. And then me and his mom, I love her to death. Like, we like the same person. I love that lady. So I feel like because of her, I feel so welcome. So, like, last Christmas, again, like, I spent, like, Christmas with them. 
Um, mainly me and his mom just, you know, they had their family drama, which me and his mom like laughed at and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt welcome there because his family is, you know, a little not I don't want to say chaotic, but they're a little wild like my family. Like my family, they're loud. They argue and laugh like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, <laughs> that's toxic, right? But that's what I'm used to. Yeah. So going there and like they spend the whole day together, I was like, okay, this is cool. But it still feels like you miss a piece of you because it's like you experience all this, but why couldn't my family do this? Like I want to have the option to be like, oh, this year I'm not coming to Christmas with you because I'm going to be with my family. And I think for me, that's the part that I kind of like miss because it's just like, oh, this is weird. But I will say my aunt, the year before she passed away, randomly my stepmom's sister was like, oh, we're going to do Christmas together. And I was just like, huh? Because again, like I don't really do Christmas. And then randomly my aunt came who has no ties to this lady because my dad invited her and she showed up. So that was a Christmas experience. So I was like, oh, I've never, well, not never, but I hadn't spent Christmas with my aunt since I was a little kid. So that was an experience that I enjoyed. But I still feel like I'm always like, oh, I'd rather this be my family. Like, I have fun, mm-hmm. but it's always in the back of my head, like, hmm, I'd rather be with my own family. Yeah. And I don't know if that necessarily, that piece will ever go away. But, Definitely not. But you for sure have to recreate, like, what this looks like, which is, which it sounds like you're doing with your boyfriend, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like, so, like, you even allowing that to be, like, like, because it sounds like you feel a little comfortable, because it reminds you of, like, oh, snap, this, this is, yeah. this reminds me of my family a little bit, <laughs> you know, because sometimes you go to some people's family, like you said, it's kind of like cookie cutter, yeah. and they got problems, And I'm just scared to eat people's food, too, I'm, if Ooh, I'm going to be honest, because sometimes I see people's food, and I'm just like, oh, that's a thing. We don't eat this. Ooh, like, my family, they have very different meals for holidays, like, for New Year's, we have tamales, which most people have gumbo. Yeah, tamales? Then, yes, we have tamales. Who's making the tamales? My uncle, he makes everything. What? And then we usually have, like, we have very different things. So, like, we usually have, like, gumbo for Christmas, whereas people have that for New Year's. And then what you eat for Christmas, we usually eat for Thanksgiving. So, even that's where in itself to go to people's house. And I'm just like, this is what y'all go eat? I'm like, where tamales? And then sometimes they be having stuff. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and they explain it to me. And I'm just like, we would never eat this. <laughs> that is so funny. For mm-hmm. my family, New Year's usually people make stuff like blackout peas because of the meaning. Because of that, and also, I mean, I I don't know. I guess geographically too. Again, like where are you from? Like being from Kentucky, like you get people who make like the the chillings, pig feed, and all types. See, of my family they stuff. used to do all that, but they were like, let's try and be some, let's try and do something different. Which was no, which is good. My but that food does have meaning for black people, though. Like I yeah. just learned, you eat collard greens for the new year because that represents money coming into your life, and then black eyed peas represents like all the good things. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's just what my mom yeah. made. But it has meaning, like I going back that. to like yeah. slavery. Because at first oh. I was just like, we eat this at the same time every year. Like it has to have some type of like purpose. So now I eat greens all the time, but that's another story. But yeah, it has all meaning. I didn't know that. That's but th- my family's like, let's be different. Let's have tamales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it probably means something to I think it just means like a tradition. Yeah. Because when I say that to people, they're just like, tamales? I ain't never heard that yet, no. Not, yeah. Not in a black family. But it's just yeah, so no. interesting, like when I'm saying it, like when I go to other people's houses and they have these like foods where it takes me back to where it's just like... Oh, like y'all gonna eat this? Like we don't eat this. Yeah. And that makes me miss it. Yeah. And you can always 
I ain't making no smileys, girl. Yes, you is. Heck no. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, you can, like, you, and you will. Create your own traditions, you know. Like, with your own family. Yeah. That's that's what happens, you know. But, but right now, take it in. The fact that you're even going and not like, I'm going to stay here. Um I mean, I try to go just because, I mean, we're talking about, like, seasonal depression and stuff like that. I try to go because I think of the times, like, before I was in this relationship where holidays were weird. Like, I remember spending holidays by myself where, you know, I have to avoid being on social media because I see people posting a nasty-ass food, wishing that I can post my nasty-ass-looking food, too, right? <laughs> like, I want to be able to do that, too, with my family, but instead, like, no, I'm at home eating Burger King or whatever, just to avoid knowing that, if I don't do something where I'm around people, I know the space that it'll take me into. Right. And I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, y'all chill out on posting pictures of y'all food. <laughs> this year. Chill out. Send that food be looking a mess. Some of them look good, but still, just send it to y'all family group chat or something. <laughs> like, it's okay. We don't need to see it. But since, you know, we're talking about seasonal affective disorder... Myra's brought it up a little bit more. So I kind of want to define it just so, you know, we have a little, some definition and, you know, um, so (laughs) (laughs) seasonal affective disorder, sometimes you'll see it um, in the acronym of SAD as a form of depression. Um, And so it's similar to depression with mood, mood changes and symptoms. Uh, but the difference is, difference is it usually happens during the months of like winter or when there's less sunlight, which we talk about daytime savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it typically feels like feelings of sad, sadness, loss of interest, changes in appetite, um, either eating less or eating more, changes in sleep, loss mm-hmm. of energy, increased in purposeless physical activity, mm-hmm. um, feeling worthless or guilty, difficulty thinking, concentrating. Thoughts of death and suicide. Um, so, seasonal affective disorder. Me reading this as a therapist sounds exactly like depression. Oh, uh, for right? sure. Um, yeah. So they're saying symptoms, but this sounds like depression. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the well, I know the difference is the fact that it obviously is happening specifically because it's the winter months and because the sunlight and the day the daytime it looks different. Yeah. Um, so, when talking about this, it sounds like me and Myra have felt little different pieces of it, right? Um, Myra, do you know anybody else who, like, gets really uh, sad or starts to feel this type of way during this this time of the year? Um, Nobody talks about this, right? I feel like people don't talk about it. I feel like... I can't think of who I was talking about it with, though, but I can't think of a friend... And I feel like we were like Capricorns just go through this. So it must have been. <laughs> what? Yeah, it must have been one of my friends who has a birthday around the same time. Because I'm trying to remember who said it. But I have had a friend who we were talking about it. Because I was telling the friend. I was saying something about it being cloudy outside. And I was saying how I can't really see myself moving to another state. Because there's real seasons. And I was like, I got to be real with myself. Because... You know, I did want to lose to New York for a little bit of time, but I was like, I don't think it would make sense because how would that affect my life? And then we started talking about, because I think it was like gloomy this day. And I was just saying how like the day feels like impossible because it's like gloomy. And we started having that conversation. And I was like, I never talked to anybody else about this. This is weird. And then she was like, yeah, me neither. But I'm trying to remember what friend it was. 
But yeah, I have had that conversation. Um, but as far as like holidays and stuff like that, I feel like I've more so had that conversation of the struggle around like certain times of the year. Um, more so like with my mom. Because my mom, I mean, if you think about, like, my grandma, all her life Christmas has been that way. Or all her life Thanksgiving has been that way. All her life Mother's Day has been a certain way. So I feel like for her, it's a conversation, like, we're always having around those type of, uh, around that time of year. Mm-hmm. Just because of, like, that struggle that she experiences. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm thinking of it. I'm like, I've never heard. People don't really talk about I it. Know. People I'm don't. over here trying to. Nobody says it. I feel like you see it on TV, though. You do, but still, like, de- like to actually define it. It's not. As, mm-hmm. like, oh, my goodness, I'm sad and I'm down during the whole holidays. Like, I- I've seen it, like, maybe on social media or obviously being a therapist. But to actually have a friend be like, this is what's happening to me for these months. Or, like, I have not had that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm your first friend that's had it. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Out loud? That's what it is, out loud. And now it's yeah. making me think, like, have I not been paying attention as well? Like, right? Mm. So, it's, you know, are a lot more people dealing with this around even me. Dang, now I feel like I need to think about it. Because <laughs> I know for me, like, when it, like, rains, like, it feels like the worst day of my and life. you know what? I love the rain. Yeah, and that's why I don't say it. Oh, that's why I don't say it out loud. Because most people I know love rain. A lot of people do. A lot of people. I don't like to be out in it. And if I have to go out in it, that's what, like, it makes I don't like it at all. I don't, it's like I like to hear it, but if it's raining and the sun's out, cool. Like, I'm I'm good. But mm-hmm. if it's raining and it's gloomy and it's dark, I feel like the world is about to end and I'm going to die. Ooh. Like, I literally feel like I, I got to escape it. Like, I can't do this. Uh-huh. Like, I literally have thought about, like, let me get some blackout curtains because I don't block all that out, and then I can have a bright as hell up in here, and I'll be good. Hey. Yeah. You most definitely can't live in Seattle. Hell no. No. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. would not work. No. Yeah. Well, um, basically, I mean, it sounds like a lot of people deal with this. Um, if you listen, then maybe you are dealing with this. So let's talk about ways to deal with it, like, literally. Um... I mean, immediately it makes me think of, like, how do you get light? <laughs> like, I mean, you just got to be intentional about your space. I think that a lot of a lot of different issues that we go through, our spaces that we're in can impact that. Like, I think about, for example, like, if you're super stressed out, you probably should organize your apartment or your space wherever you live in because if you're in an organized space, it'll help you organize your mind. I think for me, I try to have bright things around because that's what helps me out. Um, Connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I'm so disconnected from people when it happens when it's like, no, Myra, this is all in your head. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not an actual experience. So I think just being intentional about your space, if you can be. um, And then be intentional about, like, engaging with people. I feel like are, like, the top things. And music can be healing, too. Like, play some music. Play some Stevie Wonder. That'll help you out. Stevie Wonder. Wonder is the answer. <laughs> What's your favorite song? I really like As. I'm sure you know that song. As? Yeah. Let's sing it. I'm not about to sing that. It's like in every like black movie at the end. But you probably never noticed. That's, oh, okay. that's the name of the song. Um, I like that song. 
I love anything by Stevie Wonder, actually. I love Stevie Wonder and Charlie Wilson. Those are my two favorite artists. Like Charlie? Why do people <laughs> give me the same response? I really love Charlie Wilson, too. Me, too. Charlie Wilson, Sade, and Stevie Wonder, and I'm set. Like, I'm good. Ooh. But Charlie Wilson's my favorite all-time singer. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I know that's funny. And I've been so close to, like, going to, like, see him for free, but it keeps not happening. Like, because Isaac was friends with somebody who was like, yeah, my uncle's like the stage manager for Charlie Wilson. You want to come? And then we didn't go. I was so sad. But yeah, I love Charlie Wilson. All those people will make you feel good. Like, listen to their music. Sometimes. Depends on the song. Okay, see, Charlie Wilson, I mainly listen to Charlie Wilson and the Gap Band, which is oh, all feel-good music. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here like, mm. Some Charlie Wilson songs I listen to, but Charlie Wilson and the Gap Band, like, you're going to have a good day listening to that. There's okay. no way you're not. <laughs> that is a great point because a lot of times we make ourselves sadder, right, mm. uh, by listening to sad music. And something I've noticed, because I'm a very R&B type of girl, um, <laughs> so I listen to a lot of 90s, um, some even 80s. I like R&B music, just in yeah, me too. general. It's just the thing for me, I really like it. Yeah. But a lot of times R&B can be very sad. For sure. And it's sad in the sense they talk about breakups, they just talk about... You know, uh, you know, healing through stuff, but it's it can be sad. The music is just slower. Yeah. You know, uh, so I've been trying to make a point of like, especially not starting my day. I'm talking. About, I like R&B music where that's how I can start my day, and it it's like, oh, this is my favorite. I song. literally made a list. Start your day. Or no, I call it like my Sunday playlist, but it just means like start your day music, yes. where like it's like all the R&B stuff, but it's like to start your day. But like, wait, what type of R&B? Like, what's like song? Like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder. Songs that are not, like, sad. Right, right but what I was going to say is, Game Changer. I started listening to African drums. If you listen to that to start your day, you will beat the day up. Like, you're going to have the most productive <laughs> day of your life. Like, if it, Spotify has the best African drums. Like, literally just type in African drums. And, man, and it makes you productive, too. Like, one time I was listening to it, and I was getting all my work done. I got it done in like an hour. But yeah, I love me some African drums. That is the start to your day. It's interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah. One time I was going on a walk and this guy was listening to it with his son. Because I used to go for runs in the morning. And he was listening to it with his son. And I was like, why do I feel like I could take on the world? And Isaac was like, let's go home and listen to it. So then it became a thing. Like, that's what we like listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a word. Like. When you listen to stuff that motivates you and, like, gives you mm-hmm. that excitement, like, you should run to it, not away from it. Yeah. And sometimes getting out of the habits, because we have our favorite song. That's how I am. I have the same rotation of a lot of, <laughs> we have our favorite little songs. Yeah. But it's not necessarily that they make me feel bad, but they just don't make me feel the way I sh- need to feel, if that makes mm. sense. Uh, in the sense of, like, I want to feel bright. You know, if I'm yeah. feeling like I'm going through seasonal affective disorder I want to feel bright you know yeah. I want to feel some some lightness you know that's the mm. whole point I want to feel like uh I want to feel good in every way it's funny you're talking about music and running to it though because I'm that person if I'm having a hard time I sit in silence <laughs> like I literally won't listen to no music yeah because I feel like for me music really like enhances how I feel and I feel like I don't know what to listen to to help me out sometimes. Even though I got this playlist, I mean, I feel like this goes in the theme of, like, you can say all these things that help, but they don't always help you. Yep. And so for me, just reflecting, I was really thinking, like, as you were talking, like, what do I listen to when I'm sad? Nothing. I can't listen to anything. Because literally any little thing, like, it's like, no, yeah, no. Um, 
but watching TV has been helpful. And so I'm really thankful because Girlfriends is my all-time favorite show. Everybody who knows me knows this. So I used to watch it back on YouTube. But now that it's on Netflix, it's like an escape for me. Because it's like, I don't have to think about my life and like what I'm experiencing. Instead, I could watch some stuff on TV that's not relatable. <laughs> because they be having a lot going on. I don't know I could fully relate. <laughs> so I'm like, let me watch something that's not relatable, that gives me a laugh. And my friends know, like I've been watching Girlfriends since forever probably since it came out and i didn't understand what was happening that's a good point too though like that it's not relatable for you girlfriends Mm -hmm. are making a lot of girlfriends sad (laughs) let's just be real people are like yo that's me or you Mm -hmm. know it's it's pointing out a lot of not so like good things and even though it is funny it's for a lot of people it's hitting like reality i want to do a whole girlfriends episode because yeah i keep seeing people like talking about it and the more i think about girlfriends because at first i thought i related to it and i was like yeah but then i thought about, i was like Mary, this ain't got nothing to do with you because my friends will always say like i'm a mix of like a few of the characters and so i'll be like yeah i see it but now i'm taking a step back i don't see it like i don't relate to them i don't live a life nothing similar to them um, but I've had friends who have, who, like, we pointed out, and they've, like, worked through that, so that's not even, like, a thing, but, yeah, I feel like it is something important to talk about, too, just a little sign of, like, girlfriends and how, like, people are really relating to this show. Yes, people are all in their feelings about it, and so, mm. I mean, I say all that to say, of, like, be mindful of what you're watching, right? We talking about what you're listening yeah. to. If you're watching something, even if it is bringing you some laughs if you having some internal or some mm-hmm. unconscious other things coming up you maybe it's check that not as helpful for you yeah you know um so yeah and i mean shout out to girlfriends and i most definitely because mm-hmm. to me i mean obviously they're not real they're not real uh people <laughs> but like i mean maya joan uh tony and lynn they still was dope you know yeah. what I'm saying? Black women, like... For sure. They all had it going on in their own was, ways. Yeah. Like, they were powerhouses. They was dope. But, I'm not... Don't call me a Joan. Don't call me none of them. <laughs> you know what i Just don't, because I'm not them. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Is there a show where you feel like you relate to a character? Girl, no. That's interesting. Really? Not that I can think of. I'm talking about I head. feel like... Have you ever seen Daria? People always say I'm Daria. So, it's a cartoon of a girl. It's a white cartoon. Mm-hmm. But the girl talks like this, and she's just like, I don't understand why that was a big deal. Like, are you serious? And she just goes on about her life, and she's just like, why are you bothering me? And I feel like that is definitely me. Because <laughs> I've gotten it so many times. I'm like, yeah, that is definitely me. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, right, to relate to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. No, I can't think of nobody. But, yeah, that is you. Um, that is I've gotten it a lot yeah but be mindful of what y'all watching um but having some laughs right watching stuff that's not always so serious on Netflix we always get like these range of shows and sometimes the seasons it be like seven seasons yeah and if you watching something dark and we like to binge nowadays. We don't just watch 30 minutes out. Right, hour. we watch the whole thing. So you don't watch eight hours today of something <laughs> that don't make you laugh, don't make you smile, don't make you feel bright. Maybe it makes you think. Maybe it's interesting, yeah. right? But is that really going to help if you're feeling super down, right? No, not at all. Uh, and hopeless, right? This show, usually those shows be hopeless as heck. Yeah, um, very true. So 
be mindful of that. Um, I mean, outside of what you're consuming as far as, like, visually, you also got to be mindful of what you consume. So, I've been your trying food. to be your food, your tea, your water, Ooh, all of that. Yes. I love coffee. And you do? I do. I, I crave it sometimes. I crave me a caramel macchiato with extra caramel. And, I mean, I don't drink them every day. So, you don't drink, like, coffee coffee. You drink, like, those thingies. Like a whole drink? Like a mocha ma- macchiato. Yeah. You, drink that type. you don't drink, like, coffee. No, I drink coffee, too. Mm-hmm. I love coffee. I've loved coffee since I was, like, 12. Um, and so I say that to say, be mindful of what you consume because coffee is not good for you. And I've been doing a lot of, I haven't been doing the research, but I think because I've been thinking it's been coming to me, I think that sugar is like crack and I keep seeing stuff that keeps saying sugar is crack. And I'm like, why do I keep seeing this every time I think it? So I've been trying to be more mindful, like all the sugar consumption that I have. Cause I love me a good cookie. I love my coffee with sugar in it, extra sugar. Um, and I've been trying to switch out over to drinking more tea. Um, I hate green tea. Ugh. I don't like it. I like mango green tea. I like different flavored green teas. But anyway, um, what I was going to say was I'm trying to be more mindful of what I consume, like more fruits, more vegetables, um, making sure that I'm drinking tea. I got a specific tea for like relaxation. Mm. Um, I've been trying to get more into, I was really into teas at one point, but then I fell off cause I love coffee and I was like, what's the joint point of drinking tea if I'm gonna drink coffee? So trying to be more mindful of just like what I consume as far as like that. Cause like the other day it was like really cloudy and it was looking like the sun was never going to come out. And I was like pacing back and forth and like, I couldn't focus on my work and not even thinking about seasonal affective disorder. I was like, what the heck is going on with me? Like I'm really tripping. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, go to Starbucks and get a coffee. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I literally said I can't go outside cause it's gloomy. And then I was like, Oh, you're really tripping. Like, I have a whole conversation with myself. Your, 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 yeah. Conscience. My conscience was like, because <laughs> I have a whole thing of tea. Because my mom, like, she buys me tea all the time. So I was like, drink some tea. And I literally felt better from drinking the tea. Wow. I had to sit down and be mindful of the hotness of the tea. I literally did, like, a whole guided, like, meditation. Like, yeah. be mindful of the hotness of the tea. Mm-hmm. Hold the mug. Feel the heat. Feel it going down. Literally, I had to do that for a whole hour. I couldn't work because, like I said, like seasonal affective disorder is really a struggle. Yeah. I literally feel like I couldn't go on. I was really like, oh, like scratching for some freaking coffee, Dang. but I couldn't leave the house because it was gloomy. Dang. So I drank tea. <laughs> so be mindful of what you consume, and I think it's also important to be mindful of what helps you out. So now I'm more conscious of like, okay, like I went to Target yesterday and I was like, do I need more tea? No, I got my tea on deck. So that way, like when hard days do come, I'm like, okay, I drink a cup of tea. And this is not to say this is a quick fix, but it helped me out because I found myself throughout the day, like making more tea, making mm-hmm. more tea, drinking lots of water, like helping myself feel better. So be mindful what like, helps you out. Because hey. I did not think tea was going to go that long of a way. Like I was really scratching for that coffee. <laughs> go get the coffee <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah I love coffee yeah, you won that day though you won I definitely did that was one of my easier days cause other days I find myself sleeping through the day and mm-hmm. as a teenager I really struggled with depression where I sleep for hours mm-hmm. and like nobody ever noticed but as I became an adult and I became more aware I was like okay you were sleeping so much cause you were depressed and I don't ever want to be in that state again where I sleep the whole entire day and the day goes by. Because I think back, like, you missed a lot of things you could have been doing, but instead you slept. Like, I would literally sleep, wake up, watch TV, go back to sleep, do that again, and then it'd be 9 o'clock at night. 
and the whole day went by, and I never left the bed. Yeah. I barely drank water. So, just giving a little background, like, I don't want to be in that space again, because that was dark. I don't want to be like that. So, basically, because I think that when people are in that state where they're over, you know, just can't get out the bed, it's obviously for a reason. Yeah. Right? They, like, physically literally can't, right? So, mm-hmm. it sounds like... You don't even allow yourself to get that far down into the space. No. I definitely try not to. Um, I'm really thankful that, like, now Isaac is on this thing, like, oh, let's get up early and do this and do that, where it's, like, I'm forced to get out of the bed, where it feels up to me, like, when I'm in those moments, I could sleep the whole day. You would, yeah. because yeah, I'm just, like, for what? <laughs> what am I getting out of the bed for to do stuff for? There's no point. Yeah, so right now, that that is not a lot to do for people, so yeah. it's like, I'm already in the house, now I feel this way, on top of probably anxiety that I've already had, mm-hmm. so now I'm anxious, and I'm going through a seasonal effect of this Yeah, order. it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's, it's so important, if you're healing from, like, anything, to be mindful of what it takes for you to help yourself out, and I always tell clients this, too, like, I could give you all these different things and I could say journal, but that would be me repeating what other people have probably told you. Journal and meditate. I'm not that therapist. Mm -hmm. I don't go to journal and meditate. I go to what has helped you out in the past. What can you do to take that a step further that's going to help you out? So I think it's just in those days where, you know, you're not feeling depression, stock up on what you need, whether that be a note you need to write yourself, whatever that is, stock up on what you need to provide yourself because that way when it happens, you can say, well, I provided myself with this. Let me go grab it. Like with the tea, how I was like, okay, I got to stock up on my tea because if this day comes again where it's really like a feeling where you feel crippled, like you can't yeah. do anything. Right. But I can get access to what I need and that'll help me out. Yes. Yeah, I love that. The fact that you can prepare, right? For sure. Um, sometimes we just, we just let it happen. It's like, you know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know you felt this way before. But what's wrong with having some stuff to already do? Yeah. Um, and I like to tell people to write it down. Because sometimes just because you yep. think it, when you're in that moment, you is not going to be like physically and mentally there to be like, oh, I said this. So when you write it down and you can go to that list, it's already there for you. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, okay, let me, you know, drink my tea. Oh, when I drink my tea, let me be mindful. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe that's not worth to say, but I got three more things on here. Let yeah. me try these different things. So yep. like write it down. That's a good point. I don't think I write things down like I probably should. <laughs> but you seem to be able to remember it still, which everybody yeah. can, but you seem to be able to. So yeah. if it works for you, it works for you. But I've noticed that people be like, I'd be like, oh, did you do that? Or you remember we talked about that? Would you able? They'd be like, oh, I forgot all about that. I wasn't mm. in the right space. Of course you wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm all about being proactive. I think that that's one thing I'm definitely thankful for that I've always been a proactive person. Mm-hmm. So I try to make sure that I continue that on. Um, just cause when you like go to certain spaces that you don't like, well, for me, I try to avoid them. Like how I told you, like to sleep in the bed all day. Like mm-hmm. I did that and nobody even noticed. So for me, it's like for the person that's always being like strong, sometimes I got to help myself out. So that's one of those things where it's like, let me prepare myself because I might have to help myself out in this situation. So let me be mindful of what I need to do because I can't depend on other people to notice that because mm-hmm. they might not. And people have their own stuff going on too. So I think that's important for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of it sounds like it's a 
overall it's some inner work that has to be done and some inner help that has for to, sure self help that it really yeah. it really has to be done um because obviously we can tell y'all to go see a therapist Go see a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> or we can tell y'all to, you know, gain support from your tribe if you have one, your loved ones, whatever. Yeah. But overall... Lean into yourself. Lean into... Okay. I think it's so important to lean into yourself because, again, like, I say this all the time. Like, I always tell my clients, like, you're the author of your life. I'll work parallel with you, but I'm not in your head. I don't live with you. So whatever you feel like you need, you need to voice that and you need to follow through with what you need. I'm just here to remind you to follow through with what you needed, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what you need. Cause again, meditation and journaling don't help everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in the both of them, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell everybody to do that. Cause it does not work for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just all powerful words. Um, I know we, we kind of dived into a uh, seasonal affective disorder and we also, we started talking about holidays and how, you know, the holidays is hard as well. Right now, um, I mean, I guess when, when thinking of like takeaways for holidays, for me, I would say to, it's, it's okay to spend the holidays either virtually and that's something that, oh, it's been a struggle for me getting used to this virtual stuff. But oh. If you really feel like you need it and you're not a person who wants to go out here and because I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to be around people. I'm going to be around my family. Yeah. So I know everybody's social distancing. Yeah. I have to be around Isaac's family too. I'm going to be around my family. <laughs> but let's say if that's not what your move or say you're not able to do it. Yeah. Hone on to the thing. Take advantage of the things that you can. If you want to be around people um, and you, it is a way to social distance yourself. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. You know, because these are the times that we... We really are needing it. Like, so take the precautions. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, having tried out the virtual stuff, I'm pretty sure they're going to be having all type of virtual <laughs> For holiday sure. parties. Yeah. You know, like, go ahead and try it out. You know, maybe it's not your thing, but at least try to be present in that moment because it may help you. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, just, you know, do as much as you can to take care of yourself. Um. Yeah, I know last year we had mentioned on the episode, we had talked about holidays and we talked about like being around family members that you don't really like get along with. And I remember us giving the takeaway of text your friends in advance, the friends that you can go to and let them know that you might have a hard time with your family for holidays. Give them a heads up. So that way, if you are having a hard time, you can step away and call that family member. I mean, call that friend text that friend, whatever it might be, so that way you do have that backup and that support. And I think that that's, like, a tip I'm always going to hold on to. Like, that's important to use because you never know. Like, stuff might go down that you ain't used to or something might happen. You're just like, uh, yeah, no. So it's important to have, like, you know, a friend or somebody that you could go to and talk to. Yeah, absolutely. And for the people who maybe you do usually go home, um, with your family, maybe this year's not the year. Maybe yeah. you can find more solitude being um, with friends or, you know, staying home at your own or whatever it is because it's just trying times for everybody. For sure. And if you do not like your family, you do not got to be around them either. Exactly. <laughs> That's the word. We're going to end on that note. <laughs> well, thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode of Black Movement Healing Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you through our reviews, so make sure you drop one, and be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms.